Hey guys, welcome to Days in the Wild Big Game Hunting Podcast. I want to take a minute to introduce you to a new organization called Howl for Wildlife. Howl was grown out of the necessity to have a fast-acting tool to focus the sportsman's voice on issues concerning wildlife management and hunting. It's Howl's goal to shut down any initiative that doesn't support sound management practices before it even makes it to the ballot, and certainly before it reaches the courtroom. I know I sound like a broken record, but we need to start looking at hunting as a community and not just an individual sport. And that means supporting all hunting, whether we engage in duck hunting or predator hunting or anything in between. We are all in this for different reasons. And unfortunately, it's this difference that will be our undoing if we let it. So we need to come together as one pack and let our diversity be our strength. We are a strong force if we band together, one voice, one howl. I want you to go to howlforwildlife.org, that's H-O-W-L for wildlife.org, and join there. There's no cost to you to becoming a member. Howl operates solely on donations, so it's completely up to you if you decide you want to send money or not. There will be no annoying emails, no newsletter advertisements, or money grabs, or anything like that. No drives. Signing up as a member just means that when there's an issue concerning wildlife management like this attempt on banning mountain lion hunting and bear hunting in Arizona, you will be called to stand with us and let your voice be heard. So get out there, get on Howlful Wildlife, become a member, and join the pack. Thank you. Let's jump into this episode. Hey guys, this is a uh, quick bonus episode here. Um, this is actually a podcast with Mike Costello and Charles Whitwam, my partner in uh, Howl for Wildlife. And uh, they had a really great conversation. So I'm going to repost this episode. This is actually from Mike's podcast, Hunting Ain't Easy. Um, a lot of good information on there. So uh, check it out. Thanks. Hey, this is Mike with Hunting Ain't Easy, and um, I'm excited to be talking with Charles Whitwam. Uh, Charles is a fellow hunter. Uh, he's a guide, uh, and I'd say he's an activist now. Um, he's also a, a digital uh, creator. Um, he is the kind of the brains and the, the 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 power behind the new advocacy platform called Howl. Um, so we're going to talk about Howl as a platform for advocacy for hunters and kind of what what the impetus was for creating this, uh, what we can do today, um, what the hunting community needs to do, I think. And I think he agrees on a lot of topics as, as a community to band together and, and have our voice heard, have our Howl heard in unison across state lines and across all the different species that we are advocates for and that we are passionate about pursuing in the in the woods as well. So Charles, um, welcome and I'm really stoked to be able to talk to you about this because I know it's been a, a passion project for the last year. You know, t- tell us what's going on. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike. Uh, <clears throat> you have been so instrumental in um, helping with me with helping me out with many of this, uh, many of these issues, but, um, you've been instrumental in, in keeping my motivation up. (laughs) So, and that's how I operate is motivation. I I really do. 
Um, yeah, so after the bill S SB 252 last year, um, we got that pulled. And how for wildlife, I don't know, came in to my head maybe the next day or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. But it was just something had happened, obviously, with, with that bill being pulled so fast. And I wanted to replicate that and, you know, kind of figure out what we did that worked and organize that a little more. Yeah. And over the last year, that's what I've been working on. It's been it's been tough. I've gone through so many different platforms and ups and downs and companies not um, basically, you know, after making deals with me and getting this stuff, you know, going, and then they come back and say, ah, it doesn't really align with our ethics. Yeah. They were just scared about who else they might be working with and what they're going to say. Even though my, emphasis on this from the beginning when i would first talk to them was here's what we're doing it has to do with hunting we are focusing on science-based wildlife management and here's what science-based wildlife management means yeah and here's how it works and here's what biologists do in every state so yeah and they would start off oh man that's great as long as you know yeah i mean you're using science you're using biologists you're using data that's you know um people might disagree with it but He's like, okay, great, perfect. That's what I want. And then, and then, and then they shut like the door. It. And then they I shut the door. <laughs> they were just like, maybe this is going to make a, I, I don't know. I can't speak for them. Extremely frustrating. But, yeah, you, you've uh, learned more about uh, the tech, the, the, yeah. back, the back end behind the scenes, uh, tech decisions and tech process, you know, probably more than any of us want to know. So anyways, it finally came together um, and, and, and here we are. I mean, it sort of accidentally launched on, on Tuesday, January 11th, but. Uh, you kind of got pushed launch. off the cliff. It was kind of like, okay, yeah. I have yeah. to jump. Like I, I've been building this parachute or this wing. I've been building this thing yeah. and um, it's been wind tested, but it hasn't been flown. And, and now somebody's going to just push me off the cliff and I have to see if it works. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty much what it was. Um, I was pretty scared to do it. I was like, yeah, I, I hope everything works. Um, and it did. Uh, so it's, so now there's really something to work on and this is all I've been doing for since, since then. Well, I've been yeah, doing no it before doubt. then, but, but since then it's been, you know, people have, have, uh, people have joined. A lot of people have joined. I'm getting, thousands of messages which is awesome and you know it's just people wanting to be involved and that's what i'm trying to do is just how you know what do you want to do just spread the word you know that's 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 how you become an influencer just yeah spread the word tell everybody about it take an action every day um you know try to try to influence as many people as you can to to do this every day and um you know set big goals and that's what we have. We have some pretty big goals, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was listening to, uh, I know you talked to guy from Western contours yesterday yeah. and yeah. that's live. And I was listening to that this morning and, um, you know, so like 7,000 or so, uh, I, I guess you know, people have officially signed up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like maybe upwards of 10,000 actions have been taken, um, 
which is a, which is really which is remarkable. I mean, like for for the first week to to have that kind of momentum, and obviously um, some huge names in sporting and outdoors and hunting have have gone on and and started to support it and and just put it on people's radar. But we need millions. <laughs> It's like, yeah. and so that, that mountain, like, it's like, we just got out of the truck and laced up our boots and we've taken the first three steps and, yeah. uh, we still have, you know, a twelve thousand foot, you know, summit to climb. And, um, but it, but it's all one step at a time. Like you can't get to the top of that Ridge unless you've taken that first step. And, and now we're doing that. And I say, we, I say we, because it it is a community effort. And I yeah. remember when we first started, when you and I first started talking about this, I was just kicking off my podcast last year and I was trying to get people to be engaged enough just to, just to show up and listen to a fishing game commission meeting. And I literally said, cause there's so, I mean, we see it on Facebook. We see so much like, uh, you know, we like to bitch and moan amongst ourselves, but then nobody shows up for the conversation and to, to have engagement and have influence. And I was like, man, if I could just like get, you know, Bass Pro or somebody kicked down like a $10 gift card for everybody that sh every hunter that shows up to the fishing game commission meeting. And you're like, well, kind of sheepishly you're like, well, I'm, I'm kind of working on that. Like that's, that's yeah. something that I'm working on. And, yeah. and I love the, I love the points part. I love the gamified part. Like, Hey, like I, I can like, you know, I, even if my points don't ever go anywhere, like the fact that I can track my engagement is cool. It's simple, yeah, and it's 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 a great. I think it's a great mechanism that at some point could be leveraged into something. That's what, yeah. That's that's kind of prob probably going to be phase two of this is is how to use those points. Those points are there for a purpose. Um, sure, and um, and that's essentially being tested right now. So to just to see how that works and to see how I can keep control over it and and have it just make sense. Um, but then we can. Uh, then we can connect that to retailers or, or whoever else. So that's going to be a pretty cool thing. I mean, there's not, I was just talking to John Stallone today. I said, you know, the whole, I was all about incentivizing mm -hmm. and other people were like, uh, I don't know if that'll work. It's more important. <laughs> I see that. I see how yeah. important that is um, today. And there's nothing wrong with that um, yeah. because people so with regards to influencers, you know, for brands, sure. Um, <clears throat> nothing wrong with it. I mean, I know some people make fun of it. Some people, you know, whatever. I mean, I get it. Yep. So um, keep doing what you're doing and we can get into this, but like uh, what's wrong. I have no problem with incentivizing them if they are being activists. That's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to do is incentivize activism. Mm -hmm. um, so do it all, you know, if it's silly, whatever it is you're doing, I don't care, but I just want people to be activists, keep doing what you're doing, but, yeah. but dedicate a percentage of what it is you are doing, um, to, to being an activist. And that doesn't really start with the influence. It starts with the brands, right. um, basically saying, okay, if you want to work with us, um, here's what we do. Um, but also this oath that we you know subscribe to now this activist oath or whatever it is yeah. you, you know yeah. kind of come up with um you you also have to do that and imagine right. imagine that imagine if that was a part of it 
So, okay. So if I want to keep getting my incentives and, and getting gear or whatever else, I also need to be an activist, but is that, that's not too much to ask. I think it's just give them the option to do so. And why wouldn't somebody want to do that? Because this entire industry will go away (laughs) if we don't. So we have to look at it like that. Well, and that's the thing. And and it is optional. And I know, you know, Seth with Black Bear Pursuit, he put out the thing the other day about, um, you know, just kind of the challenge, like, hey, where where are our favorite brands and top level personalities and whatnot? And how come they lag or, or don't ever step into this arena? And, and you know, does Ford get involved in the oil versus electricity fight? I don't know. I'm sure they do behind the scenes, you know, but they still need to sell their gas, you know, their internal combustion cars. And so they're probably in there behind the scenes, but they don't come out and necessarily lead with it. So are we always going to have all brands and all, um, you know, gear manufacturers out there, you know, leading the charge. We're not, you know, they may work behind the scenes. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to fund some of the NGOs, the conservation orgs, and they're going to do their work. But at the same time, I think we as a community are hungry for leaders that will take this charge that will, that will help bring the people together and help bring our voice together and help give our voice uh, clarity, maybe some professionalism, maybe some uh, validation, and and that's I think that's where we've been lacking. And so, I mean, to a certain degree, Howell <laughs> is helping bring our voice together and give it some clarity. And so, like it or not, you're going to be a leader in this. Um, but we still want we still want those brands to do it, and I think and and somebody that's a little bit in the in the industry reached out to me and said, ah, this is you know you know you need to step back and you know evaluate what you're saying and who you're charging you know who you're saying that they're not doing enough because these these businesses write huge checks to the conservation orgs. Yeah, you know it's like yeah. the like Sheep Show, like like the mm-hmm. Western Hunt Expo and all these things, and and I think I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a minute because I think that's true they do write those checks Mm -hmm. and they do support those ngos but something that's kind of clicked with me in the last 90 days is that the conservation orgs do something that we absolutely not must support we need habitat we need improved habitat we need good habitat it's like the bottom up like the bottom up you know support uh, wildlife management principle we need good habitat for sheep. We need good habitat. We need, you know, we, we need guzzlers in the desert. If we want stable populations, we need good habitat and fire post-fire remediation in California because of all the fires. We need that habitat work being done. But at the same time, a lot of the conservation orgs that are spe- and species-specific orgs, they either don't because it's not their charter or they can't because they're not set up as a lobbying firm they don't wade into hunter's rights. They don't wade into hunting opportunity other than making sure there's more animals. And and a lot of those orgs can succeed in their mission by putting more animals on the landscape, even if we can't hunt them. Right. And so like we need both. Like we need, we need, we're at a point now where conservation has been wildly successful 
the work is not ever done but conservation has been successful but it's also we've also lost the or we don't have like who are our hunters rights who are our hunting opportunity activists and advocates um and so I think that's, and I don't know who that is. I don't know if it's a, if it's a, you know, a PAC, a political action committee that doesn't exist yet. I don't know if it's um, a 501c4, you know, lobbying nonprofit that doesn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something we need to do. But at the grassroots level, minus those organizations, I think we need to, we can't hang all of the responsibility on Rocky Mountain elk to protect our rights to hunt elk. You know, I, I we can't hang the responsibility of our right to hunt, you know, mule deer or protect mule deer on mule deer foundation. Like that's right now that's on us. We want them to do their work. We need to support them, but we also need to be our own advocates when it comes into the, the political arena and, and voicing our, you know, making sure our voices are heard at the commission and the, you know, the department level state at the state levels. That's, I mean, <clears throat> that's the goal of howl for wildlife is to get massive numbers of people and going going back to the brands and and what and what they do um there will be some for sure that we can get right off the bat that mm -hmm. are going to um on the front lines say here's how you can take action you yeah. know here here are the things you can do and we're going to dedicate a portion of our of our posts and the people who work for us, the brand ambassadors or whatever, make that mm -hmm. a requirement. Um, that will become cool. Mm -hmm. That will become effective. Um, people are going to appreciate that. Yep. And, and others will join. <laughs> others will join. Exactly. This yep. is the way safety. It, it's just the way it works. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I mean, our goal is to, and this is with you and with everybody else who wants to work with me, our goal, it's a goal, but it's also a, it's a must. Mm -hmm. We have to change the hunting industry mm -hmm. and not that it's bad. Okay. I don't want to like, no, they're not doing anything bad, but there's things that we aren't doing we're not facing the conflict and right. the conflict, the opposition is getting more done. It's getting way more done than, than, than we are. Sure. And we are a multi-billion dollar industry. Um, we have giant numbers and we just sort of put the money back into ourselves. And I get yeah. that. Yep. However, it's, it's threatened. It sucks, but there's nothing. We can't just make that go away. So nope. we have to refocus that time and that energy and the money, not all of it. No, no nobody's saying anything like that, but we have to confront there's an elephant in the room and we're just like, I just like hunting and I want to, no, we, we can't do that. We're not going to yep. get anything done. We're going to lose. And you can see this and I, you know, I'm going to bring up Oregon because I think it's a great example. I'm actually <laughs> surprised about Oregon because they really showed all the cards there. That's yeah. the end goal is in a crazy away. way, in a bizarre way. <laughs> nuts. And that's the thing. This is nuts. We're, we're, we're the, the opposition doesn't have truth, doesn't have integrity. Um, does not, they just have insane passion. 
Yeah. And they're taking action. Yeah. We can't do that. I know we have the passion. We're so passionate about this and about hunting and fishing and all this stuff that we love. We're so passionate about it. Just take a little bit of that and focus that like a laser beam against the opposition. And I'm telling you, we can change, we can turn the tables to where these guys are talking again, the guys who <clears throat> refute science. Right. The guy, these guys are talking again. Who's yeah. that? The, the guys who say that that that, <clears throat> that a, a cow, you know, <laughs> a steer breeding a cow <laughs> is sexual abuse. <laughs> when, and they come up with the craziest <clears throat> stuff, and it's all, yeah. and then and then they name it like they name it with some really innocuous. Oh, that makes sense. Like you know, hey, I'm not a fan. I I I I would not. I don't support, and I, you know, I don't support animal abuse. Like if you're if you're abusing an animal, like. Yeah, I'm gonna hang you out to dry. So they title yeah. it animal abuse, and then it's like you read, you actually read what they're t talking about, and 98% of the people that would support that title or would probably look under the covers and say this is BS. Like this is insanity what they're talking about. Like they're basically outlawing the entire. <laughs> it's like just let all the animals run free. Let I mean, like putting a dog in a backyard is is animal abuse because it's fenced yeah. in. Yeah. Um, it's, it if is. A kid it around, is. If there's a kid around, it's a felony. I mean, it's 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 some yeah. that shit crazy stuff. Um, but no, we 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 literally we need to change how a, a percentage of of this operates from the top to the bottom. Yeah. Um, it needs to be just like a daily a daily thing that we do, a daily impact. Um, and and we will get, and it's not just about pushing buttons. It's it's not about just, you know, signing an email or something. It's understanding why it's defending our why. Mm -hmm. um, it's, and that's something that, you and know, we have we're many, gonna, we're there's gonna, many whys. Like we have many, many whys. Yeah. and they're all healthy. Like <clears throat> this isn't the 1880s when we're putting strychnine and arsenic in, in piles of meat to kill any and every animal like that's yeah. they'll, they'll use that against the hunting community but that's not today's hunting community like no. i love seeing wildlife i think wildlife i think basically all species should be out there and i think i think yeah. if there's enough of them to trip over them or to be having have have started having negative consequences on either other 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 populations in mass or have human conflict i think it should i think hunting is the first tool that we should be able to use with data and I think manage hunting is the absolutely most sustainable and most appropriate tool to use in managing any wildlife population. That doesn't mean I don't want those animals on the landscape. It just means I think yeah. that, that manage hunting, manage hunting, people pursuing animals, fair chase sport, paid for a tag in hand should be the, should be the number one tool for that. Um, yeah, I love, I love wolves. I yeah. love bear. I love you name it. Um, I just, uh, sometimes they do need to be managed and that depends on the numbers. It's not all yeah. the time. I don't want them all wiped out. No the funny thing about the site is I've had people. They're like, is this a, they're not sure what it is. It looks like <laughs> yeah. an anti-hunter site. Wait, you love, you love, you have wolves. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, I, I did yeah. that on purpose. It's a hundred percent on purpose because 
it's it is protecting wildlife it is it is pr- protecting so we don't the optics of this is fine we can we can take on this narrative yep we you know what i mean that's what that's what i think is is great about this and i like it where people have to kind of question exactly what's going on who are these people yeah and um no i'm for the management of species that need to be managed if they yep. do not need to be managed well wait if 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 <laughs> if hunting is not the correct tool to use because of data because there isn't enough numbers um then yeah we don't want to hunt those but when right. there is enough numbers now here's the tactic get rid of all predator hunting that's their tactic 15 years down the road that's yep. their tactic 15 yep. years down the road the ungulate population will suffer so much that we're going to have to do something like we'd probably have to take away hunting of the ungulates right. because right so we got to keep that in mind of like what's really going on here why do they go after predators so much um there's some smart people on the other side and i think oh yeah you know they can they can see they know how this works so and they're playing the long game they're playing the deck they're playing the generational change game they're like they're Mm -hmm. thinking if i can score an inch today then i will move miles over the next 30 years yeah that's their that's their approach and and that's where we've lost. And so I think, you know, we, um, I use the analogy, like people, hunters say, oh, it's all political bullshit. Like, well, okay. It's, or they just want our money. Okay. Well, if it's all political and they just want our money, they're the only two things we have to understand. Then let's just tool up and win because we spend tons of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so who cares? Like mm-hmm. we can spend the money and, you know, and, and, and money, money's needed. Like you can't have a warden enforcing good game laws. I I want wardens out there. I want forest people out there writing tickets for all the bullshit mess that gets left in the forest. Like I, yeah. I would happily spend the money to make sure there's better enforcement and support. And so like the money's there. If it, if all the motivation and if it's a political arena, you can't sit outside the arena, complain about the refs and the rules, while the other team's putting points on the board. If you ever want to win, right. like right. you got to say, okay, oh, the game is in there. That's the arena. <laughs> yeah, I've read the rules. I don't <laughs> like them, but I'd like to win. So I'm going to go in, and I'm going to start putting some points on the board, whether I like the rules or not. Because otherwise, you're just sitting on the parking lot drinking beer, upset, and you're not winning anything. Yep. So you know we, we've got to we've got to accept the fact that, and then my my view is five years from now, sometime maybe next week, the hunting community can be the thought and voice leader for wildlife management. Yes. Well, there's no reason why we can't be. We have all of the tools at our disposal we just don't use them right um we have the most effective tools at our disposal we you know we have the science and the data on our side um and integrity if we want it to be right um 100 no we we 100 we can we can make it like when people think of wildlife and it's and its success they think of the hunter and his or her role why not that's how it should be yeah that's what you know, it is 
Yeah, it's what it is. And as a community, we came together, you know, about a hundred years ago and said, we, we've, we've eradicated so many of these animals, like it's not, but we want to be able to hunt them, but they're not there. Yeah. And so we, as a hunting community need to find ways to support, support them. And we've done that successfully, but now we, we're, we've, you know, the, the rules have shifted a little bit. <laughs> well, we've uh, gotten, of course, carried away and understandably we've gotten carried away with the um carried away is probably not the right way to to put distracted this, but i don't know if it's distract it's it's just that it's 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 cultural it's mm -hmm. um a heritage thing it's a hobby it's a, an adventure right. mm -hmm. it's something to brag about because it's not easy hey no hunting ain't easy like yeah that, that, <laughs> um, it, it almost writes itself <laughs> yeah i mean i mean honestly generally it's not easy i mean all hunts are different depending on what you're going for. But, but man, I mean, you go on a archery elk hunt on public land in Idaho in the middle of those mountains yeah. for two weeks and your spirit, Is your tested. body, <laughs> your mind, everything changes. Like, it's like, oh my gosh. I mean, you don't know what weather... Like it's so all encompassing and you become like, you just start sort of losing the outside world and you're in tune with that. Yeah. It's an unreal experience. Yeah. So yeah, I want to come back and talk about that. Yeah. I get it. Believe yeah. me. However, we can't, <laughs> that message doesn't, you can't ever, you can't ever really relay those types of feelings to anybody else unless you're there. So we certainly can't do that with the anti-hunting crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's really hard to do with people that are in the neutral zone. They're just like, oh, well, that sounds really cool. Or yeah. you know, some, some guys do a better job than others at it. But there's so much more to what it is that, that we are doing and our role. And sometimes it's unknown. It's like, oh, I didn't even really understand this was my role in, man in the management of species. So that's all I'm saying. So it's not that we've gotten carried away or anything else. It's just, uh, uh, we just have to look at it differently and all that stuff can still exist, but a certain percentage, we need to change the message. And, yeah. and when it's time to do something, we have to become doers. We do all this other stuff. Let's just do this also. Yeah. And we'll, we'll probably have a bigger impact. That's the thing. Yeah. That small percentage is going to have a far greater impact than the rest of the 80%. Yeah. So I, I, um, you know, the mess, it's hard to convey the message of that hunt, that experience to anybody. And, and sometimes it's also, sometimes it's such a personal thing. Like it's such a personal experience other than, you know, putting up some pictures that, that some people might relate to. It's yeah. hard, it's, it's hard to convey, um, what it is, but I think another, this, this dovetails with another thing that's, that I'm trying to, you know, get some traction on. Um, you know, I've, I've started to use like the phrase or the hashtag hunting is human. Like, mm -hmm. like, so I'm going to plug a book comfort crisis by Michael Easter, um, okay. came out in the last, last couple of years I heard, and I heard him on a podcast. Um, I can't remember which one, but I heard him on a podcast. He wrote this book called the comfort crisis. And the basics of it is like, we, as a, as a human society, we have lost complete 
like connection with what it takes to provide for ourselves or experience discomfort. Like you can get your 800 calorie meal brought to you without ever leaving the confines of your technical, you know, dome, your tech dome where, where inputs are fed to you. You don't have to go outside. You don't have to experience cold. You don't have to, you don't have to experience anything. And, and people have lost, um, like what it is to just be challenged to be physically or emotionally or, you know, to be physically challenged. And so the ramifications of that are all kinds of emotional and mental health issues. Like, because we don't challenge ourselves physically or soulfully by going out in the woods and he, and he relates this to all kinds of anthropological stuff and ills of today's society. But at the root of it, he, he discovered some of these things by going out on some, some incredible, like, you know, week, two week, three week hunts. And it was like some real deep, you know, kind of internal checks for him. And he's relate. And the point is, is what we do, especially the Western hunting part of it. Yeah. You, know, you go West of the Mississippi and when hunting is a completely different story, it's hard, but it's like, that's where hunting is intrinsically human. Like, and I, th- I think, you know, we talk about, oh, we're conservationists, you know, we protect habitat. It's like, yeah, we do. But you know, at the same time, at the personal societal level, hunting's good for us. Like it is okay. It is okay to go out and hunt. And to say yeah. that is not true. You're denying 99.9, you know, you're denying all but the last 10 years of human history or last 40 years of human history. Yeah. And so like we, when they say, well, those animals need to take care of themselves or, you know, let the, let them figure it out. Let them, let the predators manage the prey. The prey will go down. The predators will then die. Okay. So that, that means we're okay with wildly cyclical population crashes and booms. Like, are we like, why is that good? Why not, why not use our intellect to support sustainable sustainable healthy populations all the time and then the other part of it is humans have been on the landscape so when somebody says oh those animals can sort it out it's like wait a second we're one of those animals like we have been on the landscape and it's okay to be human and be part of the landscape and participate in that ecosystem yes 100 percent. yeah yeah this idea that we're, we're we're somehow an invader yeah uh, onto this, <laughs> onto this land or onto this earth. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, we are we are a part of it, and we're markedly different. Where we have, we have what you just said. We have intellect. We can reflect. We can um, think about the future. We can think about the impact we're going to have. We can devise plans. We can. We've proven how yeah. these plans can work. Yeah. And. Um, so yeah, we definitely have it, and we did, and we have all that, and we've done great things for wildlife. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's proven. Yep. For you name the species, we have either destroyed it with irresponsibility, yep. or we have brought it back with habitat restoration and quotas, and you know, you name it. So we can do whatever we want. We can do it for good. We can do it for bad. Yeah, it's, it's certainly it's certainly um, up to us. We can't just act like there's two worlds going on. We're a part of that world. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> what do you what do you think about um, the non hunting community? 
and how do we and how we engage or can or do we need to yep. like you know how do we how do we go how do we what do you think about the when i say non-hunters what are your what are your what are your thoughts um people who just don't go out and hunt but most of them eat meat um by far so they're not um they're not anti-hunters by you shouldn't be allowed to go mm -hmm. hunting you know they are just people who don't hunt mm -hmm. so um i think that is probably our biggest resource um so if we want to get people involved of course we all have to be involved as hunters number one like mm -hmm. why is that such a big ask right let's try and get them involved but <clears throat> what would be their motivation you know their motivation is not going to be when you say involved as in like go on that two-week <clears throat> elk hunt or do you mean just go oh. to like howl and say yeah i'm going to support this well if if they want to become a hunter then let's take them to let's, idaho <laughs> let's, let's let's get them involved yeah and i've done that with a number of people and they just wanted to try it out so they didn't grow up so there's a lot of people who are like man i would love to hunt i didn't grow up like that i have no idea what i'm doing so is there somebody who can show me so there's that and then yeah. there's people who just aren't going to hunt but what i mean is trying to get them to understand why they should get involved with protecting um wildlife conservation mm -hmm. it's not going to it's generally not going to be based on because i go to idaho and have an adventure and mm -hmm. this is they're trying to take the adventure away from me mm -hmm. i mean maybe but no it this needs to be i think with them a a science, a pro-science versus anti-science approach. And this isn't just off the cuff science. This is proven science. Right. Each state, most people don't know that each state have wildlife biologists yep. um, who this is what they do. This is what they study. Their data is 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 used for wildlife management. Um, they 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 don't understand that. There's lots of things they don't understand that the 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 tax the Pittman Robinson tax that mm -hmm. all of that all of where that money goes to um but when a when a bill comes up or a proposal or comments whatever it is that's yeah. happening yeah where um where anti-hunters want to take away and I think it's important for them to know where the humane society of the United States mm -hmm. comes and wants to take away those the non-hunting crowd needs to say hmm this is the humane society doing this mm -hmm. um is this the same humane society on see i see on tv where you know with the the dog pounds and stuff and they want to change no it's not it's the humane society of the united states it's actually mm -hmm. kind of i think it's two different organizations or something but i know the one from from washington they're vehemently anti-hunting they're yep. anti-science they're they're deceptive um but anyways that's what i would like them to know is that this is what the humane society of the united states is proposing it yep. goes against science it actually hurts wildlife it actually hurts wildlife the very yep. thing that you would think with a name like that yep they wouldn't be doing um that needs to be exposed 
And if we have a million hunters taking that stand armed with that information, um, armed with, with, um, where we can defend what it is that we are doing, Mm -hmm. that's going to change minds. So then people will be like, well, yeah, I like seeing elk. I like seeing deer. I like seeing what you name it. Um, I don't want that to go away. I don't, I don't hunt it, but I want to see it. And it's there because of management tools. So, aha, I can connect with that. I'm against that. I'm against what the Humane Society is proposing. I'll sign my name to that. Um, And most of them like meat. So, you know. (laughs) They do. (laughs) What what really is the difference here? I mean, it's, you know, I went and got meat from the woods and you went and got it from the grocery store. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's not... This is this, that's not rocket science. This is, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, it wasn't long ago where the the rallying cry in the food industry or or at the food industry was sustainable, organic, mm-hmm. natural, non-GMO. <clears throat> I mean, okay, you you take all of those demands of the of the food industry, and you can drop your hundred dollars on license and tag and go out in the woods and and do your best at getting the most. That you know the, the epitome of all of those things yourself. So like, if, you, about... if you're a if you're a meat eater, like yeah, it's hard work and you're gonna burn some fuel going back and forth, but you're also gonna burn a lot of calories and get a lot of fresh air and, and learn the natural world and learn about habitat and ecology in the process. But you can go get yourself natural meat if you're willing to do the work and make the investment in the systems that support all that habitat. Change their mind about the term trophy hunting. I hate um, the word. How that it, is. It, they, they've I, demonized it. Yeah, cause they've demonized it. Like, I don't yep. mind it. I get what it is. Um, yep. But what they're saying is we just go out, kill it for the trophy. Chop antlers and, off and, and leave it to decay. Yeah. And that's it. And it's left. Right. Um, yeah. So that's 100% not true on so many levels and there's laws against that yeah so that's already illegal yep and i do not know personally anybody who does that and there's nobody who knows me i have a lot of friends who don't hunt they come here i have i don't even know how many mounts i have i have a lot you have memories you have you have tangible memories on the wall that's all it is it's it's a it's a it's a it's a it's the tangible version of what our ancestors before would do yeah. um, in, in where they would paint pictures of their kill or whatnot. I mean, of course they used the claws and the, and the antlers, they used everything. Sure. So that was like a, a living breathing, um, uh, you know, it was useful for them. You know, we have uh, this taxidermy animal. There's nothing inside of it. It's, um, it's just it's, 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 it's the part the you hair. can't eat it's the part yeah, it's you the, can't eat <laughs> it's the part you can't eat um i mean you can see behind me i have i have hides and everything here and there's, there's animals on the wall right but all of that meat some of it's still left some of it's not but that's my memory of that animal so if you want to say that's the trophy sure but i got a lot more out of that yeah. i got a lot more out of it than just that that's just what you can see right now yeah, I sat in on I sat in on a uh, humane society 
yeah. uh, prep call the other day to that they're that they were using to prepare their um, their people, their troops to lobby against predator hunting in Arizona. And they they said, oh, you're 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 going to hear hunters say that they they that they hunt for for uh, for the meat and they hunt for, you know, to help wildlife management and they hunt for all these reasons. But they're not they're lying to you. They're lying to you and they're just doing it for the trophy. Like so they're coaching their people to like to take authentic first person accounts of hey this is why i do this and believe that that i'm lying to them and it's like it's insane it's absolutely insane it's like me it's like me telling you oh that vegan over there you know they're not a vegan for the reasons they tell you are <laughs> it's so, it's total it's totally insane it's like and first of all i don't care why they're a vegan i'm like good go for it like, i'm not gonna yeah. tell you not to be a vegan i imagine there's people <clears throat> who that seems like a that seems kind of cultish to me it's so, it is totally cultish and right, it's totally I, propagandist i imagine there's people within that um within the anti-hunting group who wouldn't appreciate that they've just been lied to so here's what right. i mean if somebody came to me and said a plus B equals C. Uh-huh. Okay. So, and C is like terrible, something terrible. So, right. well, of course, yeah, that's awful. I'm against that. However, right. if I was lied to and either A or B is wrong, you've just deceived me. Yeah. And so that's another thing we can work on. With them saying that, it's just, it's just, there's nothing that could be further from the truth. So, you know, that's a weak foundation. Their foundation is built on lies. It is. It so is. It's another thing we can focus on. And it's, it's just. Let's I'm going to give. Like, let's take something like that, what they said, and say, oh, really? All right. Well, right. you know, no, this isn't true. Here's, <laughs> here's this animal. Watch this. And so, I mean, now I, I love watching this because it just looks good. But and it's educational i always learn i love watching animals get broken broken down in the field or, right. or at the butcher or whatever right and all the different things you can use with it and all the different um you know recipes and the way people yep. um cook all the it's it's so wonderful and it's that's such a huge part of the of the hunting community also i mean that seems so easy and those people need to either they need they need to see that and decide to continue living the lie right or say you know what you just lied to me that's bullshit i don't appreciate that yep. somebody out. actually asked in the chat somebody actually asked in the chat and they said how do you know that hunters are lying when when they say that they're hunting for meat like they're like, how do you know that? Like, how do you did you, did you like get into their brain and and find this out and mm. and they they pop some like survey, some so some some social survey or something like that about it. It's like you're there. It's 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 crazy, but it, but that's yeah. the and so here's like like with Humane Society and Bears in California right now, like their their petition yeah. that they're submitting or have submitted the letter that goes with it 
brings in all kinds of this. It's like this word salad of emotion and and non-data and falsehoods about bear hunting. Cherry it's like when I when I the the one bear a it's really hard to do and 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 b um, when I took my only my first and only bear like I made sure of one thing, actually two things. I made sure of two things. I made sure of one. I'm getting the meat out mm -hmm. and two, I'm taking what's legally required, which was the head and the, with the fur on it, on the mm -hmm. head. So they can, you know, blah, blah, all that stuff. And so yeah. I didn't take the, I didn't take the hide. The hide wasn't in great shape. I didn't need a trophy. I didn't need, the, I don't need the rug on my wall. Yeah. Like that's not why I killed that bear. I killed that bear for the the wildlife management side of it i know you know I, but i also yeah you know, i know they kill fawns but i also know they eat mostly acorns you know in yeah. the fall i did it for the meat you know yes yeah. adventure yes pursuit of something challenging yes because it would be an end point of me learning their habitat their ecology and their behavior you know all of these things add up to that it's it's like it's like passing the test like you can take a test you can take a class for 12 weeks and you can say, oh, I learned it all. But if you don't do it, you know, you, there's a point where you want to pass the test too. And so like all of this knowledge builds, all this experience builds. And ultimately I took that bear. It died a much slower death or a much faster death, a much cleaner death than if it had been, you know, in a, in a fight with another boar and gotten its head torn off or, yeah. you know, its guts ripped out. But I took the meat. That was the number one thing. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm tempted next year, I'm going to have between two and five bear tags through the course of the year. I'm tempted just to like can up, you know, pints of, of black bear chili and just give all of it away. Be like, here it is. Like, mm -hmm. this is, this is, this is, this is the trophy of bear um, hunting. Yeah. And so, and you loved, you loved the meat, right? It was cleaner than steak. It was cleaner yeah. than cow meat. I mean, it was yeah. the, it was the most neutral. It's very lean. So yeah. obviously you have to cook it enough to avoid trichinosis, yeah. but, it, it, but you don't want to overcook it because it is super lean. Once you get the fat, you, know, you, you take the fat off of it. It's not marbled like, like beef. Yeah. Um, and so the, the red meat itself was super lean, but like incredibly neutral, not remotely gamey no. at all. And it's because it, I took care of it, you know, it, quickly. It kind of reminds me of brisket without the fat. Um, it's perfect. It's, yep. it's got, it's, it, it's my favorite wild game meat, I think. Um, and that's what I mean, I love elk, but it's like yeah. it's a certain taste to it. And, and, it, and to be clear, bears, because they're omnivores um, mm -hmm. and, and like a pig, if, if they're eating dead salmon or, or whatever else that it tastes like isn't, it. the taste isn't going to be there yeah. but certainly in california they most of them are just eating acorns and they're eating all kinds of good stuff holy yeah. cow holy cow is it good yeah the bear meat is incredibly good and a lot of people don't know that they're like oh yeah. you eat bear yes yes yeah. it's amazing it's absolutely fantastic but yeah isn't there some kind of and I forget what, what Clay Newcomb was saying about bear meat, but throughout history, like it's a, it used to be a real commodity. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think he, he did talk about that. And I I will say also in this, in this like one square mile area that I focused over these three weekends of in August and early September of 2020, I had, I think I had nine bear encounters over like six days. Um, Probably didn't have that many deer encounters. Thank you for rubbing that in. I had maybe four, I had I had I had I had um maybe three deer encounters. Actually, I'll, I'm gonna say four. I had a deer encounter with a doe, the same doe, I believe, twice, and I had a deer encounter with the same like little tiny spore corn buck twice. Um, and this isn't the same geography. Like this is literally right. the same like one square mile area. I believe that a few of those bear encounters were with the same bear that just wouldn't leave me alone. It literally, it was a young, it was a young bear and it just kind of kept creeping up on me. And it got to be like, like, I need you to go away. Cause you're creeping me out. The fact that you keep coming into my area, like coming yeah. at me. Yeah. Um, and that was bizarre, but um, yeah, literally uh, in terms of adult bears, I think it was four adult bears at least that I saw in different instances. And so they're not, their population's good. Like the bear population is okay. In that California. was my point of you probably didn't have that many no um, deer because I I know that I know the general area of where you're hunting. I've I've seen I've seen the videos and, and everything. Yeah. So my point was a lot of bear. A lot of bears. <laughs> yeah. A lot of and bears. Deer are different. They just they act differently. You know they're yep. they're more skittish and, and whatnot. It's not like there isn't deer there. However this is the same story with everybody they're yeah. seeing they go out and they're like man i saw you know eight bears six bears yep. whatever and um didn't see a whole lot of deer i mean you know they hide well, yep bears hide very well too but the fact that you're seeing so many that means something yep yeah no absolutely and <laughs> yeah. and so the, the thing about so with the humane society in california um you know, if they were, if their petition, if their, if their advocacy was to come to the Fish and Game Commission and come to CDFW and say, folks, we believe that the science has fallen behind and we need you, we want you to fill the bear biologist position. We want you to, we have the, we have the largest bear population in the southern 48, in the, in the lower 48 states in California. We should have um world-class bear science and data information yeah and we want you to make updated and informed decisions on that every three years and if that was their if that was their stance and like if they were just truly we're not coming in with an agenda we don't know what the outcome of that that science is going to tell us we're not prejudiced against the use of hunting as a as a as a as a management tool part of conservation right human right etc we're not prejudiced we're not biased we just want the data to be updated frequently and we want world class data on our bear habitat and bear population i'd be like i'm in i'll match you a dollar for a dollar like absolutely yeah. Right. The thing is, is they won't match me for a dollar for a dollar because I know the hunting community could put a million dollars towards bear bear a new bear management plan in the next four years, um, but they won't. Like the humane society is not going to be like, oh yeah, we'll we'll drop a million dollars over the next four years also to match yeah. the hunting community's contribution. And 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 you and and this is a good point is that 
Arizona is a is a perfect example. Mm. You might have brought. I think you brought this up. Um, when they had they had a meet. This is how the, the Arizona issue came up. Mm-hmm. They had a a meeting, and the the director of of fishing game for whatever branch it was. I was having the meeting. Um, they said they'd been hearing a lot of comments recently from the anti hunting crowd. Right. On and but they hadn't heard from the hunting community. And well, true. Well, they hear from us every year. Exactly. And we vote with we vote with our dollars. <laughs> yeah. So all of the licenses and tags that are bought, that pays for all of this. Right. So that's important to let's just get that out there. Okay. Let's just get that out there. Like, can we be recognized here for that? Because it's it's the truth. And there's yeah. a lot of money that goes to that. So you have heard from us. Um, and then now you want to hear from us with an email or a call or whatever else. Okay, we'll do that too. But right, but we didn't know. Like we didn't know. Mm. We just haven't known that that's the ex- ex- expectation. Like in 2010, yeah. 2012, CDFW was doing a new. Un, There's a new proposal for the change the bear plan, change yeah. the quota, and apparently, and we we talked about this the other day on my Zoom call that I guess like eight thousand letters were sent in to to fish and game against the change that cdfw wanted to do and so the fish and game commission listening to the public outcry listened to those eight thousand letters it's like yeah but what about the seventeen thousand bear tags that were sold Mm. like that is our petition like like that's Mm. like and that's why that's why the it's like I, I I voiced my opinion when I plunked thirty dollars down on that bear tag or forty dollars on that bear tag. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that that to me that is the petition? Like, if if only seventy five people were buying bear tags, and eh, maybe there's not a lot of audience that wants them or supports it. Um, but yeah, now we know. Very, now we know yeah. that there's yeah. a different arena where we need to need to need to be active. But that's also important to bring up to just make that point and let them hear that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's just. I, I think it just sort of like, oh yeah, well you're right. I don't, I, I don't think people think about it like that. Yeah, no, I think we need to start hammer. We, we need not hammer, but we need we need to underscore that aspect of it as well. Yep. That you know, these are my comments in support of, and don't forget about all those votes that happen every year when we buy our license and buy that specific tag. So. So what's next for Howl? I mean, uh, I, the word's getting out. Um, the action items are live. People are using them. What uh, is right now? Is is it really? Is it about just getting more people to to go in and and see what the what the capacity of it is and to start participating? Yeah, that's always what it's going to be. Um, yeah. First and foremost is just simple, quick, easy actions. Um, I'll be adding educational aspects to each uh to each each action cool um, like resources so, that people can look into themselves mm-hmm. and okay. um so like a um a relevant video to the action from um like robbie at blood origins um he's uh, he's interested in doing that so nice he puts out great information he shows the why he shows the proof he also really tries to reach the non-hunting community yeah um there's a another group um that is they represent um 
minorities basically mm-hmm. in the hunting industry. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a had a really cool conversation um, with him. His name is Max Fennel. I think he's a pro athlete. Okay. Maybe maybe, but anyways, um, he told me he said, "I appreciate and understand and agree with what you're saying on the science based thing." Mm-hmm. Um, when I see a bill from the Humane Society like this, um, it brings back what my ancestors went through when they couldn't hunt and when yeah. they weren't allowed to go into the woods and when they yeah. couldn't have a firearm and when um, Native American colonization. I have no idea okay. what, what he is. He just represents. Okay. <laughs> I, just, I didn't ask him. I was just like listening. Yeah. I'm like. He's got a story. He's got a, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a a very personal kind of historical perspective. Yeah. So he was like, this makes me feel like this is a form of, I think he said colonization. And I'm like, okay, well let's get that message out to the (laughs) non-hunters. Yeah. Um, Let's let the humane society face that one. Yeah. Um, What are you going to say to that? Hey, talk down to them too anti-hunting's it's bigotry what who am i what am i if i go to max and tell him that i don't agree with his lifestyle i don't agree with his choice of of recreational pursuit or what he eats so i'm going to act become an activist against his lifestyle i'm a bigot i'd like to see them i i i so yeah, I'm a, so I want to add. It's yeah, no, it is. It's like yeah. you don't have to be a hunter. Yes, exactly. You don't have so wanna, to participate, but if you come after it, when it's healthy, when it's sustainable, renewable, self-funding, and successful, then what are you like to me? And I don't. I'm not. I'm not afraid to say it, man. Like if you if if you're gonna come after that, then you are like if you look it up, Webster's Dictionary. What what is a bigot? Somebody that is intolerant of another person's lifestyle, or or background or heritage. Call him out for it. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, um, I, I cut you off. What's Max doing? Is he so? Is uh, he is he aligned, or he just had a he had an interesting oh, he, yeah. had a, he had an anecdote that really kind of hit home. Oh no, he's totally aligned. I mean, he reached out. He reached out to me. Um, cool. There's, there's been a lot of different clubs and organizations and things that have reached out and they're like, okay, how do we like, what, how do can we partner with you? And I'm like, I don't even know what that means right now. Like, right. I, I mean, share it, you know what I mean? That's, right. that's kind of, if, if you want to put it on your website or whatever, we can, you know, get you the HTML, the iframe and stuff. If you want to like sort of adopt the action center or whatever, yeah, you can, right. can do that. Um, so anyway, I mean, I just haven't thought about all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, okay, we'll 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 figure out how to make this make sense. But yeah, it's you know the value is going to be in the in the quick action. So that's not going to change. Yep. Um. So add some education to that. That'll be that will be coming. Um. Just um, just improving everything and and um and marketing it, you know, and um, raising money to market it to advertise it to build um a different type of an advertising campaign um i would like to see you know billboards someday on the highway that are like 
Yeah. Something is pro science, you know, whatever, just, yeah. a whole different, just a whole different message. Um, I really think we should, we should take those routes. Um, why not? I mean, what are we, you, you know, whose billboards, have, would be, you know, whose billboards would be ridiculously awesome is Robbie's like, <laughs> just, yeah. I think like the content that blood origins <laughs> that he's collecting and the way yep. he, he, the way he gets that story. It's like, this is, this is like, an anthropology lesson in real time. Um, and it's so, it's so cool. Like I, and I could just, well, I can see people going like, I want to, I want to go watch that on HBO. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. No, I think we can, we can, we can turn it into that. And we're, and we're seeing, I mean, we are seeing this change with, with the big, you know, um, Joe Rogan and, and media sure. being on Netflix and, and people getting into hunting for so many different reasons for, yep. um, for what they get out of it therapeutically and, and, and whatnot and bringing home meat and everything. So, yeah. um, we're just, we just have to expand that. We have to literally shut down the anti hunting message because it's cultish. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Call it out for what it is. Um, but we can't just say it like that. We have to, we have to show why, you know, yeah. we have to be, we have to be, we have to give the evidence yeah. and then, you know, people are going to make their own, make their own decisions based on that. And I'm pretty sure I know which way that would go um, yeah. for the most part, but yeah, no, it's just outreach. Um, you know, the post I made today is obviously <clears throat> something I'm, I'm going to work on and just, just the 20% thing. Yeah. So yeah. just um, at least 20% of, a hunter's social media post from top to bottom brands um ambassadors influencers um the guy that is just on instagram every once in a while that has five followers and the guy you know everybody yeah so just changing how we do everything and dedicating yeah. a certain amount of time to taking some sort of action some of it is, and we'll be working on this when there's installing a drinker for bighorn sheep. Let's try and get more people to do that. Yeah. Let's try, let's try and get more people to do that. So that takes a lot of time. And then put it out it. there beyond our community. Yep. Yes. Um, cleanups of, uh, of, of certain areas where we can backpack in and clean up like an old grow site or something like that, but advertise that. You know, and, yep. and and show how awesome it is because it is, and make that kind of an impact. And then, of course, when we want to send emails or petitions or make calls or whatever, that's the easiest thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And and it's basically what the anti-hunting crowd does. Mm -hmm. They just when something comes up, they just have thousands and thousands of people at the ready to do it. They're yep. not. What else are they doing? Like. You know what I mean? They're not like they're not actually doing work. Hard, they're not actually they're not sweating. Right. And exactly. they don't and they don't like the whole thing about I, I can't remember who explained it this way, but but it, it clicked is that, OK, humane society, you make it so I can't go hunt. Guess what? All those animals will die. Like they will die. You haven't saved any animals. But when I go out and kill an animal. I've put resources back into the machine that help us so that there's more of them tomorrow. That's, like, that's, 
that's like, a hard thing for people to understand but like, a lot of that like we build our goal is to build the ecosystem build the habitat support the habitat so that there's more animals across the board mm -hmm. five years from now mm -hmm. but all the other the the you know the, the money laundering of you know take money in in mass for political agendas that doesn't create that doesn't create programs that put more trees or more successional habitat on the uh, you know on the landscape after a fire it doesn't put more animals on the landscape it doesn't really build wildlife diversity and so like that is it's so and but that that's hard to explain it's hard it's hard for somebody to you know in 30 seconds when they see just a fuzzy uh, baby animal you know they get that pop of i feel good because i've done something for 30 bucks, but they haven't really learned much about what's happening a year from now to five years from now. Fired so up. We're doing man. what we can. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> yeah, we're, we're doing what we can. Um, our, our goal is, I, I think we're going to change the industry and um, because for we have better. to. Yeah. And, and for us, um, like for you and me and other people who are like really wanting to be involved. Yeah. I haven't decided. I talked with, um, spoke with, uh, Jonathan, uh, Fusaro yesterday for quite a while about a lot of things. And, yeah. um, but obviously utilizing people like him and, and I learned so much from him about how when you work for the state, um, you actually can't say anything. Yep. It's like illegal to say anything. I was like, this is such crap. So the yeah. humane society can come and say, this is science and we're using this. And then you have the biologist over there that knows all the science. They can't even say anything about it. Yeah. Like, the best they can do is maybe something off the record. <clears throat> right. Unreal. <clears throat> so, but organizing our ideas and developing um, media kits and sort of template emails to send to um, new, to, to send to organizations or people that we want to get on board mm -hmm. with sort of a, um, you know, devote 20% or a we howl for wildlife thing, whatever. So professionalizing all of that, um, yep. we're, we'll use either Slack, um, or Basecamp, okay. you know, whichever thing yeah. so we can all, instead of us, you know, texting each other and all that and emailing <laughs> or, Hey, I have this idea. Let's put it all there and work yeah. on these and have tasks and have to-do lists and create what it is that we want to create. And then yeah. we can take that information and, and release that to, to who we need to release that to. So yeah, basically the, all the campaigns that we want to work on. Um, yep. I love and, it. You know, I was thinking it'd be so cool. And, like if we had like on the res in terms of resources and information, educational stuff on, on how it'd be so cool to have like a resources or, a or, a, or, a you know, Jonathan, he's a bear biologist. He has doc, he has papers. Like he is, he has published papers, um, I believe in terms of bear biology and, and to have people like him to be able to like write a doc, like a, like an opinion piece or a, or a, you know, a research based, here's this, here's the state of the habitat. Here's the state of the population for this animal and have, you know, have Jonathan. Okay. He's a Californian. He's a hunter. He's a bear biologist. Have, you know, somebody from Montana and Virginia, you know, you know, co-author it, 
you know, have some, you know, have a, have a, have some research there or some opinion pieces that are not, you can't just say, oh, they're just biased for this reason. Like, no, these are professionals. These are people that are in the trade still that, that have a, a reputation to, to uphold, um, to, to get that kind of writing, like a writer's corner or something like that in there mm-hmm. would be so cool. Um, I've had a lot of people reach out to me. I've not a lot. I've had a few people reach out to me and say, Hey, I'd love to be involved. So I think, you know, I think we'll find people that have skills and yeah. time that can be applied, you know, and a volunteer, or a very low, um, maybe for points or something. <laughs> we'll figure out something. Pe- people yeah. are passionate enough right now. And this is something that there's gonna be a lot of volunteers, uh, that will be able to add value and, and help get the word out and mm-hmm. make it more, make it a more successful pl- portal and platform so for now you can go to howlforwildlife.org and you cannot get lost on the site (laughs) um just push take action you can sign up first if you want to um if you want to gather those points and all that sign up create an account which is takes you know 30 seconds maybe um so then you'll have a login you'll have a, a login and a password so then when you come back, it just keeps track of everything that you're doing. Cool. If you don't want to do that, you're sort of creating a like a half login, um, mm-hmm. become a contact. So I can still email you and you can opt out of that if you want. Mm-hmm. But you can just go right to the take action page. Okay. On the take action page are just links that basically by state. Um, <laughs> you click on that and your name and your email address for, for most of these actions. Um, yeah. And you push the button at the bottom. And that's it. And now I can email you and I can tell you about new actions or whatever right. else is, is, is going on. But you added your voice and it's not just a petition. It's um, right. It's 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 a it's a drafted email. Um, there's generally there's like two or three drafted emails for each issue. So when mm-hmm. you push the button at the bottom, one of those emails gets sent to the decision maker. Okay. So it's actually going to the Fish and Game Commission or to a governor or to supporting senator, sponsoring senators or mm-hmm. whoever it needs to go to with that one click, it'll go to nine people at the same time. So because of that, I think we have over 50,000 emails sent. Okay. Um, yeah, so far. Um, that's, that's, so a that's, lot more than, that's a lot more than we're sent the week before. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So, so because like for each one, there's eight or whatever, you know, so many. So when you, when you do that, there's, there's a lot of emails that were, that are being sent, but we need more. I mean, yeah, the numbers are, are cool so far, but it's, you know, this isn't, we're not going to make any change with this. No, it's just getting started. There was a guy on one of the Arizona hunting pages who, who asked, he asked, he's like, he literally just said, he's like, I don't need, I, I'm, I hunt. Like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, what do I say? Like, wh- what do I say? What do I need to say? What do we, what, what's the attack? Like, cause yeah. he's, 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 he hunts, he buys his tag. He does his thing. He hasn't waded into the regulatory process. He's probably not aware of, of the every five year, you know, reviews and, and possible changes. And I'm just like, you know, here's what's being, here's what's being attacked. Yeah, like hound hunting is being attacked predator management's being attacked um they want to shorten seasons they want to remove seasons and just go in and say you're a hunter and you are in favor of the season structure you're informed in favor of you know data 
data-based, science-based management decisions, and you're in favor of hound hunting as a as a technique, as a tool in the toolkit for hunters to use. Um, and I and I said, or go to Howl, and and just and click send. You know, it's that easy. And that, but I think it's it's a, that guy asking that question. There's a hundred behind him that aren't even willing to ask the question. Like, what do I do? Cause people yeah. just don't know. Cause it's yeah. just, it's just new to us as a community to have to wade into that, that, that mire and, and do that. Um, so I think it's such a great tool that people can jump in, see it and send it and have it go to the right people. I can make the emails so you can customize them. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I've seen that where people have asked for that. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I, I don't want people writing a bunch of crap. And what I mean by that is vulgar insults or whatever. And yeah, I don't want to have to monitor. I don't want to have to monitor that. So I'm probably, I would love to open that up. I could try it. I mean, it's not like it's coming from you. When you send the email, it comes from your email. It's your name. <laughs> it's, it's your name. It, it, it does say that how for wildlife will keep um, your your constituent or whoever, you know, updated on your position on this or whatever. So, I mean, yeah. it is, it is from you. So I don't know, I might try it to see if more people would like to, cause I know they do. I know there are some that want to write their own email. So yeah, that's caution. I understand that. I understand ca- that. Ca- the caution there is, is so a, somebody could hijack the email and go rogue and, and, and misrepresent and poorly represent the hunting community. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you, you, then you get into content management and <laughs> like, you know, policing people, which is what we don't like about Facebook. Yeah. Um, and so that's a, that's a, that's a tough spot to go into. Um, yeah. you can make it clear, like, look, this is Hal's website. If you like the message, please hit send. If you don't, here's, here's how you email them directly. Like, if you don't like this message, please craft your own. And here's, you know, it's FGC at FGC.ca.gov. So you could provide that resource and they can, and then they have a jumping off point (laughs) to write their own. Sure. But the other aspect of it is somebody could come in and hijack it and, and literally like take, take the, I support bear hunting and turn into, uh, I'm against bear hunting. Yeah. Um, and that happens that, that does happen. I, there was, like, I can tell you from personal experience. <laughs> there, there was a lady who went in and signed every action. And then at, I don't know, sometime later, the next day or whatever, I got uh, feedback on the website. Like, I didn't realize what this was. <laughs> Take me off of, I went in, I deleted it. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and it, that was, I had already sent out the first email blast. Yeah. And then <laughs> she emailed me back and the email back was like, I contacted her through false pretenses and I'm a coward and all this. And I'm like, you went to the site and like, Whoa, Hey, you, you didn't, obviously you read nothing because right. it will not take long to figure out what it is we're doing. And you put your name, on these emails yeah you there's you a, typed your information yeah but a, here's but that's the level so of funny. Th- that's the level of critical analysis yeah that some of these anti-hunting orgs rely on hey but i had a picture of a wolf so, you had a picture uh, of a wolf yeah, and, and hunters and that, can't show a picture of a wolf right because we want to kill them all 
Yeah, and so it's yeah. completely like it is. It is cognitive dissonance, like times a thousand. Like her brain can't process the concept, but and that's what's unfortunate is is the anti-hunting groups are relying on and leveraging that level of they they rely on no um no analysis they rely on nothing but an emotional trigger to a fuzzy animal click here yeah and and if you look deeper at either the program that doesn't exist that they don't actually have or the math behind it and the other 17 species that are negatively impacted by whatever they this outcome is they lose the the hsus's entire page is like seven slider pages full screen image donate here like i'm Mm -hmm. looking like where's the programs where's the habitat program there isn't any it's just page after page of donate here look at this cute picture that's what i'm gonna do Maybe I'll get them to donate. Maybe I'll get them to donate. <laughs> I can just show cute pictures of animals. Yeah, no. I mean, I didn't respond. I'm not going to respond. No. I'll just, you know, I'll just sure. delete and, you know, thank you. And, yep, you're gone. But yeah. um, it was funny. It was kind of, it made me chuckle because. But it validates. I mean, it, a, it just explains way, so much. It explains I, so much. In a way, I sort of wanted the optics to be. Uh, what's going on here? You know, yeah. but I sort of want that for hunters. Like, yeah, we're fine with this. This is, we can show pictures of this. We can yep. love these animals and we can explain this. We can explain the, the, the natural way of things and you might not like it, but it is what it is. Right. Right. Very cool. You have a sweat, you have a howl sweatshirt. I do. I'll send you one. And start, start selling those, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let somebody else take care of that. I don't know. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, so we're 90 minutes in. Uh, it's Saturday. <laughs> it should be your day off. I hope you I hope you uh, can unplug for a, a minute or two and uh, and let let it ride. Um, there's lots of work to do. And as we say, it's it is definitely a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah, cool. Thank, I love thank it. you. Thank you so much for this. It was great to, to finally talk to you. I'm glad we put it off. I mean, I guess we could, start talk, we could have talked about other things before, but right. we finally did a, a, a podcast together. And um, yeah, and I uh, I just felt like I didn't have anything to talk. My, my mind was on this. Yeah. And I, I, it was, I, I didn't really want to talk about anything else, but I also at the same time couldn't talk about this because I hadn't done this quite right. yet. You are ready. So you are now, ready. I'll talk all day long. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, I'm just, I, I run on motivation. So I'm, yeah. I'm really motivated right now. Well, it's, um, I'll speak for you. I know that you have hundreds or th- you have thousands of hours into this. Um, and I imagine you have a few, a few dollars uh, tied into it too. And so um, well done just getting out of the blocks is huge and um, I'm glad it's been effective and functional. Like it didn't crash the, it didn't melt down. Um, and so it's been totally functional and, and now it's, it's growing and, and people want to start providing input. So, you know, maintain control, uh, you know, take it, take, take, make sure it stays true to your heart and what you want it to be. And we're here to definitely support it. And I'm stoked to have it going and, and, and effective and, uh, 
Love it. Well, we will talk again next time. Maybe we'll talk about, you know, pigs or black tailed deer or, yeah. or actual, actual hunting. Or, or some, <laughs> some, some pro bills that we are trying to introduce. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's, there is there. And that's the other thing is like, we, we, we can get out of being reactionary and we can yeah. start leading. Um, I'll close with this. I, we're not ready for it yet. I don't think we're ready, but I want to get to a point where we have, there's an action item up there that I can click and I can tell every one of my elected representatives that I'm a hunter and this is what's important to me. And if we can get 10 million hunters in the U S all in the same week, <laughs> <laughs> to go in there and tell every single elected official in the U.S. that we're paying attention and that we're here, um, that would be a nice little you know, like tidal wave to, to to splash them with all at one time. It would be. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much, Mike. All right, man. Have a good day. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. All right. We'll see you. Bye. Okay. Great conversation with Charles there and very much appreciative of the work he's done with Howl for Wildlife. Uh, the website is howlforwildlife.org. It's very simple. Uh, you'll get there. You'll see um, join the pack where you can, uh, you can take action. You can join the website kind of as a member. Everything's free, of course, so cost no money. And you can take action without even um, signing on and creating a password and all that. So super easy to access, howforwildlife.org. Check it out. Um, follow them on Instagram as well. Share the love, share the message. And uh, I will have links in all the show notes. So you can click right through there on the show notes and get to this website and their, uh, their social media. So thanks again to Charles for doing this. Um, it's up to us as a community now to put this into the hands of other hunters and non-hunters who can be our advocates as well. So let's do some work on behalf of the community and make sure that these anti-hunting initiatives are stopped in their tracks so that we can protect quality wildlife management and conservation uh, through hunting and hunter-funded activities. Um, it's going to be good for everybody. It's good for the soul, good for the wildlife, and good for the community. So thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.